It's a uh, tumultuous time we live in. You know probably many of you better than I the statistics in the news, the stories, what's happening in the stock market, institutions that are failing. And we here in the States with so much, by contrast to so many other places, sit in our homes in fear. I know I've uh, gotten into the economic and political news a bit with apprehension myself. Will I be able to retire? Will I be able to hang on to these things? Did I, should I have gotten out of everything a, a month ago? Should I have trusted the dollar cost averaging of uh, advice? Or should I have trusted the, yeah, buy it monthly until you retire and you'll be fine? I don't know. Uh, there are certain things I just can't say about my life. But being in Nicaragua, among other things, gives us a look at kingdom economics. And these were summarized very well uh, in an offering appeal in another place and another time that my wife uh, shared with me. I'd like you all to take a breath in, and when you breathe in, I want you to hold it as long as you can. And when you can't hold it anymore, I want you to raise your hand and let your breath out. Take a breath. Now I have to talk, so I'm not going to hold forever, and we're not going to let the three-minute ones among you uh, turn purple and die in the pews. Yeah, some of you have breathed out already. I know I had to, talking. More and more of you are falling as the seconds tick away. Probably a few holdouts there. You, you, You can keep going. I don't see anybody fainting yet. Wow, Janice, that was good. All right. Okay, so you can take breath in and you can hold it, some of you, for quite a while, but certainly not anything close to indefinitely. Now let's try the other way. Let's breathe out as hard as we can and don't take a breath in and raise your hand when you finally need to breathe. Ready? Breathe out. Most of you will need to breathe in much more quickly than you had to breathe out because there's nothing in your lungs to draw on, right? Especially if you really breathed out hard. Now let's breathe really deep in and really deep out together. Ready? Now, these are three different things that we've done, and we've all done them economically. We have breathed in. That is to say, we have been recipients. We have let the resources of life flow into our lives, and we've held our breath as long as we could. We have received. We've also breathed out, most of us. We've also given to something. We've also poured ourselves into something, our resources into something. At least I hope we have, most of us. Neither of these illustrate kingdom economics very well. Because kingdom economics is the living, breathing breath of God. It is the life that flows in and the energy that flows out. It is the resources that come into our lives and it is the resources that flow out of our lives 
It is the rhythm of breath. It is the rhythm of life itself. I'm not going to pull out Malachi. I'm not going to pull out the priesthood. I'm not going to pull out any of these things. You know the truth. And it will set you free, even in today's economic times. Breathe. God gives you air to take in, and you do. And he expects you to exhale and receive yet again. And that, my friends, is kingdom economics. We render to God what is God's in tithe, in offerings, in time, in service. And we're going to be talking a lot this next year about ways in which we can sacrificially do some of that. I I am forever changed, as are my fellow travelers. You cannot witness a 13-year-old girl who gets up in the morning, helps her family, goes to school, walks several miles to a school that she has solicited students for and started herself, teaches for two to two and a half hours, four to five days a week, eight to ten months a year, turns around, walks back through the mud, back to her home, does her homework and assists with her brothers and sisters and her family in the evening and starts that cycle all over the next day with nothing almost. With nothing almost. When you see the joy of those smiles and the light in their eyes, when you see the way in which God has given them enough to survive but enough to share, too. When you look and you see them breathe in and breathe out, and the light of Christ and the love of God spread through a neighborhood, it's amazing. Each of us will be sharing sort of family albums that we created while we were there. I'm going to be talking to children's groups here at this church. There are ways that we can do things locally, that may not look exactly like what was being done in Nicaragua, but that we can do to help those in our community too. And there are ways that we can support the kind of sacrifice that others are making. Our text today in Matthew comes from the Beatitudes, or from this section that is perhaps Jesus' most famous set of teachings. What we're familiar with most are the opening lines, blessed are the poor in spirit, or as Luke's version says, blessed are the poor, period, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they will be shown mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called the sons of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted because of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Our creed is quite different, isn't it? If we were to write this, if we were to speak this, we would say, blessed are the rich. They can have whatever they want. Blessed are those who have nothing to cry about. They need nothing and no one. Blessed are are the strong in spirit, for they will dominate the world. Blessed are those who are satisfied, because at the end of the day, they need nothing. 
Blessed are those, well, I think you get it. And as we turn over the page to what we read today in Matthew 6, 1 to 4, we see another aspect of kingdom life. It's this aspect of being unself-conscious about it. That's the way I would interpret this passage for you this morning. Matthew 6, 1 to 4, when it says, don't let the right hand know what the left hand is doing, I don't, I don't uh, want to mock anybody, but I feel sorry for Christians who feel that they really do have to pray in a closet all the time. I feel sorry for Christians who don't want a tax receipt to help themselves out tax-wise because they feel like that would be letting the right hand know what the left hand is doing. That doesn't make any sense. What the scripture says here in Matthew 6 is give in an unselfconscious manner. This isn't about you. That's what it says. Breathe in, breathe out. This is the economic principle of the kingdom of God. Freely we have been given and received. Freely shall we what? Give. Is this complicated? I think this has got to be one of my simpler sermons, especially after the last few weeks. So I'm hoping your brains are getting a little break this morning, but that your spirits are being refreshed because it's true. When we don't let the right hand know what the left is doing, what we're saying is that this act of giving is not about self-aggrandizement or about how important we were. When we were in Nicaragua, we didn't give away anything. We didn't open our wallets. Oh, yeah, I could have pulled out my wallet and given the little kids with the dirty feet and their mother there with a smile with a tooth missing in this uh, tin shack. I could have given them 200 bucks. But I'm not the grand savior of this person. I'm not this brilliant white guy from the West, or in this case, kind of mottled red and sweaty. It's so humid down there, I swear. I'm not the savior of this this family. I'm not there to come in with supplies and say, yes, we've made this big trip to give you 50 bucks worth of junk. I'm the guy to say, wow, let me learn. Let me watch. Let me listen. And let me affirm that God is here. And God is working. And God is doing something in your life. And you know, there are other chances for me to give. Other ways to make that contribution and make a difference. And I'll do it by the grace of God. We came not to be benevolent in that sense, but to breathe in and breathe out. To breathe in the freshness of the spirit of giving and sharing of the Nicaraguans. And to breathe out our blessings our hopes, our promises to support the project elsewhere. And that works with about anything in life. Jesus says, look, you're going to give, you're going to breathe out, but don't do it in a self-conscious way. It's not about you. That's what Jesus says. And then when we turn the page, we find more advice on kingdom life and giving It's another famous stewardship sermon, Treasures in Heaven. 
Matthew 6.19 Don't store up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and rust destroy and where thieves break in and steal, but store up for yourselves treasures in heaven where moth and rust do not destroy and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, your heart will be also. It is tough when you have mutual funds and stocks and bonds to watch the market dip 700 points in a day. But you haven't lost anything unless those companies have gone out of business or you've sold. It's tough to buy a house for 500000 and a couple years later know that you couldn't get 325000 for it. But you only lose that money if you couldn't pay your bill to begin with and you don't sell. Times are tough. But the economic rule of the kingdom of God remains the same. Express it with me. We have a work to do. We have a God who will bless us. We have a church to take care of. We have a community to help. And we've got people in this world who can't afford the shirt on your back if they worked a week for it. Let's be sure to bless them. Let us pray. Lord, we sit in this space and we breathe in and out your blessings into our lives, your goodness and your graces to us every day. Teach us the rhythm of grace that we can breathe out too, that there is an ebb and a flow to the economy of your kingdom, that you call us to be consistent, not to hold our breath and try to retain it all, not just to pour everything out and never take in either. But you promise this economy to those who will trust. Keep us breathing and serving you in grace. I ask your blessing on this, your people, in Jesus' name.